0: Thank you for submitting that question. That's such a juicy one and one I totally relate to on so many levels. You have no idea. Um, So Amanda submitted a question about having so many ideas and feeling like your bandwidth is quite low to actually commit to moving on any of them because you're afraid that you won't be able to consistently stick to executing said ideas. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Amanda, I'm so glad you're here. I um, was looking around the room for you and I just. Missed your name in the in the corner. Thank you for submitting that question. That's such a juicy one and one I totally relate to on so many levels. You have no idea. Um, so Amanda submitted a question about having so many ideas and feeling like your bandwidth is quite low to actually commit to moving on any of them because you're afraid that you won't be able to consistently stick to executing. Set ideas.
1: Do you have anything
0: that you'd like to add to that? You can immediately We can chat if you want. You don't have to, but it's my favorite way to do this.
1: Um, no, well, no, I don't think I have too much to add other than I just, my attention is so pulled between like, obviously working with my clients. I'm a dietitian. So we're doing a lot of nutritional nutrition counseling. And, um, I've really dove into like functional nutrition in the last year and a half. So like doing a lot of learning on that end and learning how to run a business. So it's like, I'm just pulled in so many different directions. And I'm so worried that like, I'm going to start my email list or I'm going to start, you know, a new social media form of marketing. And then I'm just going to get too overwhelmed and like not stick with this. And then I just don't take any action at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. When you're thinking or looking at what's on your list of things that you would like to do, My biggest question always is, is it something that you feel inspired to take action on and feel like you can't? Or is it something that you were told you should be doing and feel like you can't? Because those are two different things.
1: Some of both, I suppose.
0: Okay. Okay. So my first step always is to split those apart. I want to get really clear. What are the things that like in my heart, in my soul, in my gut, I really do feel inspired to, to take action on, to move on, to create whatever it might be that's on that list. And what are the things that I'm told I should be doing? Like an email list, for example, it's a great thing to have but maybe that's not feeling inspiring. It's something that you're feeling pressure around because you see other people doing it and you've had mentors tell you you should have one and it's the only thing that you own and Mm -hmm. right, like all of these things. So I want to see those two lists broken out first. From personal experience and take this with a grain of salt, let this run through your own filter. But what I've moved through is when i cloud myself with things that i should be doing that's when i burn out the fastest Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time those things are just busy work check the box items to fulfill what i believe or have been conditioned to believe i need to do or become in order to be successful when really what i actually need to be doing to be successful is stripping all of the shoulds away and following what feels inspiring, exciting, expansive, original, and creative to me, even if I look around and no one else is doing it that way. Following the inspiration list, taking action on just one of those items takes way more trust and courage than doing the entire list of the shoulds, because there isn't as much evidence It requires a lot of self-trust and courage in order to move on those. However, the payoff is exponentially greater because when you move on those inspired pieces, that's when you can show up without pressure. That's when you really discover who you uniquely are, the spaces you uniquely want to create and why, what your voice actually is, what you don't want to be doing. And you get to build a business that is actually sustainable because you didn't build it on the platform of shoulds, you build it on a platform of inspiration. Okay, so separate those out first. I would also advise, and this is a tool that I use almost weekly, actually. Um, It's called the Like, Love, Hate list. I just actually shared those with my trigger mappers today. So it's so funny this is coming up again, but for everything that you're doing in your life right now, every single thing, career and personally, I want you to dump it on the list, everything. You'll probably have a list of like 50 things or more. Sometimes it's more for me, every little thing, like right down to brushing your teeth, if you want to, as intricate as you want. And I want you to go through that list and I want you to gut check each one. Do I like this? Do I love this or do I hate this? Everything that shows up as a hate, we need to look at a way to either remove, outsource, or if it's not something you can outsource or remove, we're going to have to shift your perspective around it. Because it's the things that you hate that rob you of mental and emotional bandwidth. In my experience, most of the time when we feel like we lack time and energy, it's not actually physical time and energy we lack. It's mental and emotional bandwidth we lack because we spend a lot of time circling around up in our heads around what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing, where we're going, why we're not there yet. Like the story is just spiral, right? It's amazing how freeing, how much time you feel like you have when you start to land some of those planes. Okay, so beyond separating out your like dream, these are the things I want to do. Let's break those into two lists. What are you currently doing? Like, love, and hate, that whole list. And let's really intentionally start to look at the things that you hate and how we can get them off that list. There will be resistance that comes up when you do that. For me, I've shared this before, so some of you may have heard this before, but the first time I ever did that like love hate list, one of the things that I hated, this was years ago, I had a free Facebook group and I hated it. I hated it, I hated managing it, I hated trying to come up with unique content for it, I didn't really know why it was different than all my other social platforms, like it was just heavy, I hated it. And it was on that hate list and I grappled with it for months. I held on to it. I gripped it because everyone in my network had one. Everyone who was successful had one. So I had created a story that if I wanted to be sex successful, I needed one. But do you know what happened when I actually accepted that I didn't? I started to feel more creative. I started to actually find my message. I felt inspired to show up in other ways, like in workshops and creating these new programs that I didn't even know I wanted to create. I opened up my creative aperture by letting go of something that didn't serve me so that other things that would could come in. Your brilliant ideas are right here, but they have nowhere to go because you're too busy doing things you hate. so let's look at that let's look at the things that you hate doing or like hate is a very strong word just like feels heavy if you had to rate it out of 10 10 being I love it one being like I want to throw up in my mouth anything less than a five or a six is on that list okay <laughs> Christine I see you laughing It's true though we've all done things that make us want to gag Okay, so those are my two places to start and to recognize that where are you leaking energy and time, worrying, obsessing, trying to perfect, trying to grip, and more than anything, trying to be something that you think people want you to be. That's the last one. The armor we wear, trying to shape ourselves into who we think we need to become in order for people to want to work with us, in order to be belong to the group, to the collective, in order to be desirable, in order to look the way we want to look on Instagram or on our website or wherever with our clients, it doesn't matter. That armor is heavy. It's heavy. I was just talking with my students this morning about this. There's like the real you who just shows up like this and is just, transparent and raw and vulnerable. And like, you get what you get. This is me. And then there's the Laura three years ago who would show up in this room and be terrified that I didn't know what questions you were going to ask me because I needed my answers to be perfect. I, my voice would be different. It'd be like two octaves higher. It's like my performative teacher voice, right? You know what I'm talking about. We all have that. That version is exhausting. Trying to uphold her and perform her is exhausting. I could run these rooms all day long because this is just me. So where are you performing? And where are you you? And what needs to be released in order for you to be you more often? Because the more you can just show up, And trust that what you have to offer is enough. Who you are right now is enough. Not only the more magnetic you become, but the easier you can show up in every room that you're in without it draining you. Does that make sense? That was a lot. I know that was a lot.
1: No, it was wonderful. It made a lot of sense and it really got my wheels spinning.
0: Okay, good. Oh, I'm so I love these questions because I know like that question comes right before everything changes for you. <laughs> it did for me. When you get to that point where you're like, okay, this is not how this is supposed to feel. You're right before that. It's going to take courage to like, it's a very small, tiny line but it takes the most courage to step across it. So start with those lists and then please email me if you need support with any of that, okay? If you, if you break down the list and you're like, okay, I have my list and I'm freaking out because things I hate, I feel like I need and I'm scared to let go, let me know. And I can just coach you up through email,
1: okay? I appreciate it.
0: Okay, do you have any follow-up questions on that or do you just need to let that kind of land?
1: No, I'm letting that land and you, you've given me a lot to think about. So I really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: You're so welcome. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at LauraPoberin.com. See you next time.